Today's episode is sponsored by Wall Street Oasis. On this show, we talk a lot about the specific skills you'll need to demonstrate as an investment banker. But are you concerned about what your specific chances are at landing an offer? Be sure to check out the WSO Academy, a highly selective 12-week training program that can help you get the job. You'll get one-on-one mock interviews with investment bankers, courses, resume reviews, and an accountability system to keep you on track. Again, this program is highly selective, so spots will open up over time, but check out the link in the show notes and make sure you join the waitlist. You don't have to go it alone when recruiting. WSO Academy can provide the resources you need, so check them out today. All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I'm your host. I'm so excited that you're here with me today because we're talking about investment banking concepts. And look, I'm a career switcher, incoming MBA student, trying to learn this stuff, trying to get my mind around these financial concepts as quickly and as thoroughly as I can. And you're probably in a similar boat as me. And so why don't we walk through this journey together? We're talking about enterprise value today here on the show. We talked about the equation for enterprise value. Now we're talking about fully diluted shares. And let's go ahead and talk about the concept of cash today. Why would you subtract cash to calculate enterprise value? Now, remember the equation for enterprise value that we talked about a few episodes ago? Let's review it really quick. Enterprise value equals equity value plus debt plus preferred stock minus cash, plus non-controlling interest. (laughs) I had to double check myself there to make sure that I got it right. So remember that cash is part part of this equation and we're subtracting cash from the equation. And cash, it's part of the company, right? I mean, if a business has cash in its checking account or its savings account, well, that's part of the company's value. We know that cash has value, but just like any other asset the company owns, it's kind of like cash, right? Like if you own cash or you own property plan equipment, those things have value. Now, although cash serves an important function, we have to remember that it doesn't actually do anything in a business, meaning it's a non-operating asset. If a company owns a factory, that factory is producing things for the company. It's actually working on behalf of the company. But if the cash is just sitting there, it's not working, it's, well, it's not really part of the company's quote-unquote value. Now, I kind of philosophically disagree with this a little bit because cash serves an important function in terms of resiliency of a business, and it's totally necessary to have on the balance sheet. But we can look at this uh, from from the perspective of excess cash versus operating cash, what have you. I don't want to get too into the weeds there, but I do want to say that it is useful to look at it from this perspective, when we're thinking about subtracting cash from the enterprise value calculation, look at it as a rebate on the purchase price of the firm during an acquisition. So let's say that you own a company that has $100 million in cash, and then I am the acquirer. I want to buy your company for $300 million. So really, if I buy your company for $300 million, I now own a corporation that has $100 million of cash on the books, right? So it's really like paying an amount closer to $200 million for the business itself because 
I got to keep the cash once I own the business after I purchased it from you. So I think of it as kind of like a rebate. And that's, I think, the rationale for subtracting cash from the calculation of enterprise value, at least what I would consider excess cash. So that's a reasoning for why you would subtract it from that calculation. That's what I got for you today. Now we're going to be talking about debt and equity value here in the next episode of Investment Banking Insights. But until then, my name is Alex Mason. I'm your host, and I'll see you next time.